Welcome to the Performance Health Podcast. If you guys don't know, my name is Tim Karen. What I'm going to talk about today is twofold. It's going to be one, our book, Strength Deficit. If you haven't read or purchased the book yet, I highly recommend you do this. This is a framework for leveraging ratios between eccentric and concentric strength. The second thing we're going to talk about today is our course going through how to apply this in your setting. So starting off with the book, this is going to be your technical aspect. Within that book, we have a ton of references, resources for you to dive into. It's extremely technical. And that was the feedback I got was really, really packed, really dense, but a lot of things to sort through and not a lot of practical application, which created the next offspring of let's create a course that goes through how to practically apply strength deficits. So now you have a two-fold approach. You get the book, you get the underlying science, physiology, the biomechanics that actually make this work. And in conjunction with that, you have a course to help you understand how to apply that. And one of the things that is so important is that both are gonna be beneficial to each other. If you do one versus the other, you're going to be fine. It's just going to be a little bit more of left out to, you know, kind of figure out what to do from here. If you get them both, however, you're going to have a really good perspective on what the underlying science is and then how to go boots on the ground, apply this. The course is going to be broken up into six different sections. Number one is frameworks. We're going to go through how we can utilize models to implement this in a setting like yourself. And we look at other models like high, low, or looking at long to short, short to long. We can look at all the models that help influence strength deficit to help this be something you can utilize in your setting. And what it'll do will give a context to how other models were implemented, right? We know how something like high, low was implementing or GPP, SPP was implemented. So now we can start to use that as a foundational piece to have a little bit better practical understanding of that. We're going to move next into testing and KPIs. So if we can understand how to assess this, how to ongoing test this and how to peak this, we can understand a more fundamental aspect called dynamic correspondence or the transfer to training. Because who cares why we're doing strength deficit or what we're doing for strength deficit unless it's working. And that's what we're going to go through a lot with our testing and KPIs is this idea of dynamically corresponding to the task at hand, which is improved performance and decreasing the rate of injury. Next, we're going to go through the physiology and biomechanics, and we're going to get a little bit more granular here. We're going to talk about bioenergetics. We're going to talk about sprinting and change direction. We're going to talk about these things because, quite frankly, that is really the point. As we look at an athlete transferring over to a team sport, I don't care how strong they get eccentrically or concentrically. What I do care about is it making them more efficient and more robust as an athlete. And if I'm doing that, I have a really good plan. And that's what we're going to go through a lot more in depth with this section. And then finally, we're going to get into the real practical part, which everything before that is going through the setup for if I was going to write a program out or inc- to increase the deficit or increase eccentric length, what would that look like? Comparatively speaking, to decreasing the deficit or increasing concentric strength, what would that look like? from a macro perspective, from a meso perspective, from a micro perspective, the big plan all the way down to the short plan, you know, and when I'm thinking about my day to day, my week to week, my month to month and my year to year, what is my overall game plan to either increasing or focusing on eccentric or decreasing, focusing on concentric strength. 
And that's what we're going to go through in depth in terms of increasing or decreasing the deficit. The final one is going to be a really fun one. You know, when you're going to look at practical considerations as, oh, wow, this is really cool. And I'm really stoked to have all this information right here at your disposal. And I implore you as you go through the course, stay the track. Go through frameworks, testing KPIs, physiology and biomechanics, increasing and decreasing the deficit. And then when you get to practical considerations of implementing a high-low model within a setting or looking at it from, all right, these are some methods and protocols you could do, or these are some elements that I've learned personally and the mistakes I've made and hopefully trying to transfer that over to you, the user, the person who's trying to understand this and apply this, fight that urge to jump right to it. Stick the course, stay the course and follow the trajectory of these modules, because that will help in terms of understanding when we're looking at these methods and protocols or we're looking at implementing a high low or we're looking at all of the mistakes that I made to give context to what that means in a bigger overall construct. After you're done with the course, you definitely want to get on the curriculum. The curriculum is your continuation of everything that we went through with the book and the course. So as you start to traverse all of this information and try and digest it, you're going to need ongoing support. You're going to need someone or something out there to help and continue the learning. And a lot of things about the modules you'll see is a different overall learning approach than we go through with the chapters or this course specifically. It's called chunk learning. We're going to go in depth on a topic and really sit with it to hopefully get the most from it. And there's four sections you really want to understand about the PH curriculum that I think makes it a unique learning experience. It goes through principles. What's absolutely true? The practical aspect. How do we think about this from applying setting? A case study, the actual application, and then an interview with the strength coach. That final part is bringing balance to the universe to hopefully give a bigger perspective. So you get four of these sections per modules and there's 50 modules and growing. We're about to add four to five more in the next coming weeks and months. And that's going to grow into a bigger overall thing every single year. You get access to a forum to ask questions. You get other debates and lectures, which I've done. So it's going to be a huge resource for you after you finish the book, the course, to continue that learning process. So head over to phpodcast.com. If you haven't gotten the book, please do so now. If you haven't got the course, do so now. And then after you're done with all that, get access to that curriculum because that's going to make the biggest difference to this learning. So all that entirety, you have a lot to unpack. Hope you guys are enjoying everything thus far. And hopefully we continue to deliver high level information for you to grow to become the best coach you can possibly be.